ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय For those of you that can pull it up. Etavanevayajatam Ihani Shreyashodaya Bhagavati Achalobhavo Yad Bhagavata Sangataha Etavanevayajatam Ihani Shreyashodaya Bhagavati Achalobhavo Yad Bhagavata Sangataha Etavaneva Yajatam Ihanishesha Shodaya Bhagavati Achalobhavo Yad Bhagavata Sangataha Word for word translation. Etavan, all these different kinds of worshippers. Eva, certainly. Yajatam, while worshipping. Iha, in this life. Nishreyasha, the highest benediction. Udaya, development. Bhagavati, unto the supreme personality of Godhead. Achala, unflinching. Bhava, spontaneous attraction. Yat, which. Bhagavata, the pure devotee of the Lord. Sangataha, association. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Translation. All the different kinds of worshippers of multi-demigods can attain the highest perfectional benediction, which is spontaneous attraction, unflinchingly fixed upon the Supreme Personality of Godhead, only by the association of the pure devotee of the Lord. I'll read the translation again. All the different kinds of worshippers of multi-demigods can attain the highest perfectional benediction, which is spontaneous attraction unflinchingly fixed upon the Supreme Personality of Godhead only by the association of the pure devotee of the Lord. Purport. It's actually quite a long purport, which means Srila Prabhupada is bestowing us with a lot of mercy. All living entities in different statuses of life within the material creation, beginning from the first demigod, Brahma, down to the small ant, are conditioned under the law of material nature or the external energy of the Supreme Lord. The living entity in his pure state is conscious of the fact that he is a part and parcel of the Lord. But when he is thrown into the material world on account of his desire to lord it over material energy, he becomes conditioned by the three modes of material nature and thus struggles for existence for the highest benefit. 
This struggle for existence is something like following the will of the wisp under the spell of material enjoyment. All plans for material enjoyment, either by worship of different demigods, as described in the previous verses of this chapter, or by modernized advancement of scientific knowledge without the help of God, or demigod, are illusory only. For despite all such plans for happiness, the conditioned living being within the compass of material creation can never solve the problems of life, namely birth, death, old age, and disease. The history of the universe is full of such plan makers, and many kings and emperors come and go, leaving a plan-making story only. But the prime problems for life remain unsolved, despite all endeavors by such plan makers. Actually, human life is meant for making a solution to the problems of life. One can never solve such problems by satisfying the different demigods by different modes of worship or by so-called scientific advancement in knowledge without the help of God or the demigods. Apart from the gross materialist who care very little either for God or for the demigods, the Vedas recommend worship of different demigods for different benefits. And so the demigods are neither false nor imaginary. The demigods are as factual as we are, but they are much more powerful due to their being engaged in the direct service of the Lord in managing different departments in the universal government. The Bhagavad Gita affirms this and the different planets of the demigods are mentioned there, including the one of the supreme demigod, Lord Brahma. The gross materialists do not believe in the existence of God or the demigods, nor do they believe that different planets are dominated by different demigods. They are creating a great commotion about reaching the closest celestial body, Chandra Loka, or the moon. But even after much mechanical research, they have only very scanty information of this moon. And in spite of much false advertisement for selling land on the moon, the puffed-up scientists or gross materialists cannot live there. And what to speak of reaching the other planets, which they are unable to even to count. However, the followers of the Vedas have a different method of acquiring knowledge. They accept the statements of the Vedic literature, literature as authority in toto, as we have already discussed in Canto 1. And therefore, they have full and reasonable knowledge of God and demigods and of their different residential planets situated within the compass of the material world and beyond the limit of the material sky. The most authentic literature accepted by the great Indian Acharyas like Shankara, Ramanuja, Madhva, Vishnu Swami, Nimbarka and Chaitanya and studied by all important personalities of the world is the Bhagavad Gita in which the worship of the demigods and their respective residential planets are mentioned. The Bhagavad Gita 9.25 affirms that Yanti Deva Vrata Devan Putrin Yanti Pitar Vrata Bhutani Yanti Bhuteja Yanti Madhya Jinopimam the worshippers of demigods reached the respective planets of the demigods and the worshippers of forefathers reached the planets of the forefathers. The gross materialist remains in the different material planets but the devotees of the Lord reach the kingdom of God. 
We also have information from the Bhagavad Gita that all the planets within the material world, including Brahma Loka, are but temporarily situated. And after a fixed period, they are all annihilated. Therefore, the demigods and their followers are all annihilated at the period of devastation. But one who reaches the kingdom of God gets a permanent share in eternal life. That is the verdict of Vedic literature. The worshippers of the demigods have one facility more than the unbelievers due to their being convinced of the Vedic version by which they can get information of the benefit of worshipping the Supreme Lord in the association of the devotee to the Lord. The gross materialist, however, without any faith in the Vedic version, remains eternally in darkness, driven by a false conviction on the basis of imperfect experience. Experimental knowledge. Our so called 